News. Twin Oaks is a family-owned vineyard and winery in Farmington. Their tasting room sits in the middle of the vineyard, and it's a lovely spot to visit for a relaxing afternoon. Enjoy award-winning wines or a glass of cold beer, or even have a premium cocktail from the bar. Their inviting porch has a perfect view of the vines and the tranquil lake. Savor the panoramic view from the patio, tasting room, or glass house. Twin Oaks is open Thursday through Sunday. Check out all the things happening at Twin Oaks on Facebook or online. Twin Oaks Vineyard and Winery, Highway F, Farmington. Oh, what is that stench? Oh, Boogie, you smell terrible. Phew, dogs can stink up the whole house when not properly groomed and bathed. Take them to Pawfection Pet Grooming where your fur child looks and smells pawfect. Ew, Boogie, have you been eating the trash? Make Pawfection Pet Grooming your first choice for all pet grooming needs. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163. Pawfection Pet Grooming in Park Hill. <laughs> AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Good morning to you. Hi, how are you? Ah, Let's see what's going on now. Well, this hour we have a lot coming up. There are two interviews and one will be with the St. Francis County Sheriff's Department. The other is a special report from Parkland Health Center Foundation. The two programs coming up this hour on KFMO. One will be about 8.20, the other about 8.45 to 8.50 for you. Plus, we'll have the Daily Dust from Audrey Kane. Yeah, that'll be coming up. Tell her how much you like the Daily Dust or don't. No, I'd, I'd say go ahead. Go up to her at the Arcadia Valley Lions Club Rodeo this weekend and say, Hey, ain't you that Audrey Kane person that I hear on the radio? Let's see what she says. <laughs> yeah, she'll be broadcasting, though, from the uh, Rodeo, or is it Rodeo? Do you remember that old argument? Anyway, she'll be broadcasting from that, and I hope you enjoyed the interview with Ken Wooten a few minutes ago about the rodeo this weekend in the Arcadia Valley. It's going to be a lot of fun. I remember hearing about things called the circle of death. <laughs> that just has a really, really ominous ring to it, doesn't, doesn't it? Uh, oh, and by the way, don't forget tonight is also um, KFMO B104 night at the ballpark as uh, the Cardinals play this evening, and we're going to have a great time there with uh, St. Francis County Rotary and all the fun that is a part of the big thing at Bush Stadium tonight. Yeah, we'll have more information coming up on that. If you haven't gotten a ticket yet, grab somebody from the St. Francis County Rotary and tell them you want a ticket. You can either give them five new pairs of kids' closed-toed shoes and get a ticket for those, or you can just give them $35, I think it is, about a ticket, something like that, and you'll help the Rotary. And uh, a young man with, let's see, lymphoblastic leukemia, I believe, uh, Jackson, oh, now I can't remember his last name, sorry, but uh, he's going to throw out the first pitch, and he's uh, the Rotary is helping with his medical issue, and uh, we're so glad that he's going to get to throw out that first pitch. Man, that'll be so much fun. Uh, that is tonight. And also we got the rodeo this weekend and uh, all kinds of stuff, you know. So it's a stuff weekend, I guess we could say. And the weather will be good until we get to Sunday. It's going to be really hot. Uh, 
almost 100 degrees, right at 98 to 99 Sunday, sunny and hot. So tomorrow will be a really nice day, sunny, 87, still going to be warm, and today sunny with 83 degrees. So got to hurry up and finish up my yard mowing. I've just about got the yard done, which means if I get it done pretty well uh, within just a few days, then it will be something I can leave alone for at least one day. So I'm looking forward to that. Tomorrow would be a great day to leave it alone, but yeah, I don't know. That means have to do some tonight. We'll see. It's a toss-up almost. It's 9 o'clock from, not 9 o'clock, it's 9 minutes after 8 o'clock. I was talking, I look right up at the clock, what did I see? I saw the 9, and I think, 9 o'clock. It's 8.09, and we're going to have news for you next, and this radio station is... KFMO. No Limit Nutrition in Potosi is the place to get your daily nutrition. Stop by to get your meal replacement protein shakes and energizing tea combos for adults and kids. And if you're in a hurry in the morning, order your shaken tea products for in-home use or call and have us deliver. Open Tuesday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Text or call for pre-order at 573-279-2110. No Limit Nutrition in Potosi. Hi, I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. And I'm Allie. Our family owns J&H Bargain Place in Potosi. We offer huge discounts on products from big box stores like Amazon, Target, and more. From housewares to baby items, pet supplies, and electronics, you can find it at J&H Bargain Place. Inventory is always changing, so be sure to follow us on Facebook for your daily deals. That's J&H Bargain Place next to Barefoot Cafe in Potosi. J&H Bargain Place, your destination for unbeatable deals. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Friday, August 18th. The time is 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to hear about tax rates in the city of Bonterre. There's a hearing coming up soon. Also, we'll find out more about that Lions Club rodeo we've been talking about. And law enforcement officials tell us they're still investigating the shooting death of 43-year-old Jackie Lynn Baldwin, Jr. He was shot and killed about 2 a.m. Thursday morning, August 10th, at a residence off H Highway near Farmington. Investigators are still combing through phone records in connection to a domestic violence incident that began several hours prior to the shooting the evening before and continued throughout the night. Baldwin's 37-year-old wife, whose name still isn't being released, said she shot her husband after he retrieved a gun while he was drinking alcohol, became violent, and stated that he intended to kill her. So stay tuned to KFMO B104 News for more information as it becomes available. The 31st Annual Arcadia Valley Lions Club Rodeo takes place this weekend in the Arcadia Valley. The rodeo's longtime organizer, Ken Wooten, says they present family entertainment with a great lineup of national contestants. We have uh, Cliff Goodrich. He's a former world champion, calf roper. We have uh, several contestants that's going to the IFR this year. Over the years, we've been able to have some real good contestants that comes to the Valley. Now, according to Wooten, they have many rodeo events, including bull riding, barrel racing, saddle bronc riding, team and calf roping, steer wrestling, and cowgirl breakaway roping, too. The Area 4-H Club's going to be there to help provide food. Gates open at 6 p.m. each evening. The rodeo starts at 8 o'clock. Ticket prices are $12 for adults, $10 for kids, 6 to 11. Those under 6 years of age get in free both nights. 
Our sister station, B104's Audrey Kane, will be broadcasting this weekend from the Arcadia Valley Lions Club Rodeo. Citizens in Bonterre can attend a public hearing on tax rates. That's coming up Wednesday, August 30th at City Hall. Bonterre City Administrator Sean Kaye says the tax rates for residents will drop. The uh, tax rate is governed by the state. They uh, only allow us to collect cost of living percentage raise over what we collected last year. And the assessment for the city of Bonterre has gone up, which is a positive thing. That means that uh, we've had some incremental growth, and that's what you always look for in a city. But because of that growth, the people who built buildings are going to pay a little taxes. So the people who owned existing buildings will pay a little less. According to Kay, the city of Bonterre has seen a couple of tax changes over the last couple of years. Those have led to grants being awarded to the city. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Friday, August 18th, and it's 814. We have sports coming up next with Glenn Berry. Be sure to stay tuned and check the website, kfmo.com. Taking a look at sports, I'm Glenn Berry sitting in for Jared Pettis, and we start off with St. Louis Cardinal baseball. Cardinals got a decent night from Adam Wainwright. However, a former Cardinal had an even better night. We get the details from Mike Reeves. Pete Alonso hit a two-run home run in the Mets 4-2 win over the Cardinals in the first game of a four-game series. Tim LeCastro added a pinch hit solo homer and Francisco Lindor contributed a run-scoring double for New York. Tyler O'Neill homered and Alec Burleson drove in a run with a pinch hit sacrifice fly for the Redbirds. The winning pitcher is Jose Quintana. He's 1-4. The loss goes to Adam Wainwright. He's now 3-8. and eight. He's lost his last seven consecutive decisions. Definitely one I can build off of. You know, it's uh, felt like felt like myself out there, you know, controlling counts. That was the main thing going into today. You know, so I think the last couple outings, I just I just let what has happened already this year affect me way too much. The save goes to Trevor Gott, his first. The final Mets four, Cardinals two. In St. Louis, I'm Mike Reeves. After the game starter, Adam Wainwright talked about retirement. Has it been a distraction so far? When you take your eyes off the present and you're looking you know that light at the end of the tunnel and you can see the end coming and then all you do is see the end and everybody asks you about the end all the time you lose track of where you are and so I, I just had to to, to refocus and, and lose all that other distraction and just really harness and hone in on where I'm at right now. Manager Ali Marmol also talked about Adam's improvement in last night's game. Even before the game started, Dusty said he, um, as he was warming up, that's probably the best he's warmed up in a long time. Uh, it looked right, and he carried out, carried it into the game. Uh, I thought he did a really nice job. Uh, sinker wasn't exactly there for him. He used the four C more than we were used to seeing, but he was able to uh, command that pitch a lot better than the sinker today, and then he used his other stuff appropriately, but I felt like he pitched well. Cards and the New York Mets again tonight, 623 game, 715 game time on B104.3. Also after the game, big news announced by the Cardinals as they announced they are promoting rookie shortstop Mason Wynn from their AAA Memphis affiliate and have placed outfielder Lars Newtbar on the 10-day injured list with a lower abdomen contusion. Wynn, who is 21, was the Cardinals' second-round draft choice in the 2020 MLB draft and is currently ranked by MLB Pipeline as the organization's top prospect. Wynn, a native of Kingwood, Texas, is batting 288 with an 833 OPS, 18 home runs, 61 RBI, 17 stolen bases in his first season at AAA. He leads all of minor league baseball with 99 runs scored and is tied for second in hits with 128 among all AAA players. Cards rookie shortstop Mason Wynn headed to St. Louis 
after last night's game. NFL preseason football last night, we had a tie. The Cleveland Browns and the Philadelphia Eagles. 18-18 was the final score. The Eagles scored with 6.09 left to go in the fourth quarter, and that's the way it ended. Again, a tie between the Eagles and the Browns, 18-18. We've got preseason NFL football coming your way this weekend with the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the former St. Louis football team. No, not that one, the one before. The Arizona Cardinals will have that for you. Game time is scheduled for 6 p.m. That'll be heard on AM 1240 KFMO. Sticking with football, but this time the high school variety. We've got a preview of this year's high school football teams. And this time around, it's the DeSoto Dragons. Here's Jared Pettis. The DeSoto Dragons have struggled the last few seasons finding the win column, let alone the end zone over the last three years. In that time, DeSoto has gone a total of 3-26. and That includes an 0-10 season in 2021. Under new head coach Russ Schmidt, the third coach at DeSoto in four seasons, the Dragons are looking to find that Dragon state of mind that will get them on the right track. Coach Schmidt and his staff have had limited time to institute a new playbook after Schmidt was hired back in April, but where does the offense stand after two weeks of practice as they approach Jamboree Friday? Here's Coach Schmidt. It's getting there, you know, and it goes back to my conversation with my college roommate last night. He, that was his, that was his go-to question. <laughs> he goes, "What's the O look like?" And I go, "The O is getting there." You know, at this time of year, defense is always ahead. Anybody tells you different, they're lying. <laughs> defense is always a week or two ahead. And I, I quantify your question as this. So for two weeks, I've had to listen to the defensive coaches over there hooping and hollering and <laughs> popping their fists and telling our kids what great jobs they're doing. And, and um, you know, there's a second coming of the Packers over there. And and uh, I just tell our kids to stay the course on the offensive side. If, you know, I could see some things where we're developing, but they can't see it. We don't have any game tape yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have – I have some archive stuff, but I have nothing with them wearing the green and white to show them what this is going to look like. In my mind, I know what it looks like. I can envision it. I can see glimpses. So yesterday, it it started to happen, and when it happened, we were gashing the defense, and we were having a lot of success. And there was a, all of a sudden that excitement was on the offensive mm-hmm. side of the ball. All of a sudden, the defensive guys were quiet. And that's when I, I was in the huddle, and I, I said, guys, I said, practice has gotten awful quiet today. I like this. I said, you know why it's gotten like that? And, and their kids, they don't realize. I said, you guys, you guys are doing these little things right, and they can't determine where, what we're doing yet. And I said, and before it's said, it's over. The clock's expired and you guys have won a football game. The Dragons out of DeSoto host Bishop DeBerg in week one, then travel to Sullivan in week two before they are at home against the North County Raiders in the third week and against Festus in week four. The Dragons then go out on the road for week five at Windsor before returning home against Fredericktown in week six. And in week seven, they get their penultimate road matchup in Hillsborough against the Hawks and Rush Schmidt's former team before wrapping up their home schedule in week eight against Cape Central. Central. And in week nine, to wrap up the season, DeSoto is at Orchard Farm. For KFMO Sports Reporting, I'm Sports Director Jared Pettis. We'll continue our previews coming up on Monday with the Festus Tigers, and Tuesday we take a look at the Hillsboro Hawks. One final note over the weekend, you're going to hear the NASCAR Cup Series at Watkins Glen International Raceway. Pre-race coverage starts at 1 o'clock, green flag at 2 o'clock 
on Sunday afternoon, again, on AM 1240 KFMO. Again, the Cardinals tonight taking on the New York Mets. Got a uh, game time of 7.15. That means a 6.20 pregame on your Cardinal station in the Parkland, B104.3. And that's a look at sports. I'm Glenn Berry. Come hang out with your friends at Hubs Pub and Grill in Potosi. Hubs offers great lunch and dinner items and daily specials from sandwiches, steaks, fish, salad, or wings. They have something you'll love. Stop by for lunch or dinner or just come hang out and watch the game. Let the good times roll at Hubs Pub and Grill on West High Street in Potosi. Check them out on Facebook or online at hubspubandgrill.com. This is Angela Reeves with MMCT Contracting in Hillsborough and Park Hills. MMCT Contracting is hiring for experienced remodeling carpenters. A minimum of five years of experience in drywall, trim, door installation, and flooring is required. Experience in electrical and plumbing is also a plus. Starting pay is based on experience. Call 636-797-4440 or stop by 9130 Old State Route 21 in Hillsboro to fill out an application. If this sounds like you, we would love to talk to you. Plan now for the 2023 Arcadia Valley Lions Club Rodeo, August 18th and 19th in Ironton. Two nights of back-to-back professional rodeo entertainment. This IPRA ACRA co-sanctioned rodeo features bull riding, barrel racing, saddle and bareback bronc riding, steer wrestling, roping, and cowgirl breakaway roping with $8,000 in added money. Baldwin Ford Poplar Bluff presents the 31st annual Arcadia Valley Lions Club Rodeo, August 18th and 19th at the Lions Club Fairgrounds, Highway 21NM in Ironton. You proudly served our country. Mineral Area College is proud to serve you. We have an active veterans club to help give you support in your transition and offer you a greater sense of community. Our veterans coordinator is standing by to assist you throughout the entire process from registration to graduation. We will work with you to transfer credits earned through military service. Start the next phase of your career at Mineral Area College, serving the community and our veterans since 1922. Life is a series of moments, big moments, small moments, moments you want to bottle up so they can last forever. At Edward Jones, we want you to make the most of all of them. Whether you're planning for a trip of a lifetime, retirement, or just need some everyday advice along the way, that's why an Edward Jones financial advisor like me works with you to build personalized strategies for today and tomorrow. Life is for living. Let's partner through it all. I'm Edward Jones financial advisor, Paul Meinson. Call me at 573-756-6711. Edward Jones, member SIPC. River Rapids Water Park in St. Genevieve is now open. Yay! Soak up the fun in the sun this summer by zipping down the water slides, swim in the lap pool, or float by in the lazy river while the kids splish and splash in the kids' zone. River Rapids Water Park has daily admissions and season rates available and is open daily from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Follow River Rapids Water Park on social media or online at riverrapidswaterpark.com for more information. Soak up the fun at River Rapids Water Park in St. Genevieve. This is the Daily Register, a service of AM 1240 KFMO. James Edward K. Sr. of Deloge died Friday, August 11th, at the age of 87. The family is planning a celebration of life service at a later date with arrangements under the direction of the C.Z. Booyer & Son Funeral Home in Deloge. And that's our Daily Register program for today from KFMO. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. 
Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. Gather your friends and get to the Sand Trap in Park Hills. It's the Parkland's premier indoor golf club. Enjoy a cold beverage and a burger and fries while playing in one of their three PGA Indoors golf simulators. It's a unique indoor golf experience you don't want to miss. You can book your tee time online at sandtrapigc.com or just stop by, order something from the menu, and jump in for a round or two. The Sandtrap Indoor Golf Club located on Strauss Drive in Park Hills. Well, it's the start from KFMO, and it's time to start our Sheriff's Department report for St. Francis County for the month. And we have actually Sergeant Tim Harris with us today from the department. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning, Mike. I'm doing well. It's good to see you. I don't think you've been in that chair since before the Prop P vote. Right before the Prop P vote. That's correct. Yeah, you were here a couple of times. Yes, sir. Kind of fill us in on all of that and what it could bring to the Sheriff's Department, which means better things for the citizens of St. Francis County. And uh, I've kind of noticed once we pass Prop P, I've seen it be, you know, collected the taxes from that and all of that over the last few months. And it it looks to me like uh, I'm seeing more patrol cars, more people out. So what has the Prop P measure done for the Sheriff's Department so far? It's, it's quite a big list from what I've seen. So after the citizens voted in Prop P, uh, we were able to work with the county commission to get uh, 10 new bodies uh, for the sheriff's department. So far we've filled five of those spots. We're waiting to fill the other five spots because of vehicle shortages, uh, not in this county, but outside this county. You cannot get explorers, Durangos, you can't get them in just by ordering them. Uh, so we're waiting on those last five. But with that, those five guys that, that went to patrol, uh, we have been able to spread them out throughout the county, put them in, in high troubled areas or high visibility areas to help slow down traffic or, th um, you know, make people think twice before they go commit a crime, a burglary or, or anything like that. So we've been able to do that. We've also been able to up their salary uh, to a decent wage where they're not wanting to jump ship and go somewhere else. We've been able to retain our officers, and that was one of the big things about Prop P. Yeah, it really looks like it's doing some great things, and I, I know what you mean about the shortage, I guess we could say, on patrol cars. I, I go to the commission meetings like you do sometimes, mm -hmm. and I'm there about every week, and they've been talking a lot about how difficult it is. Uh, it, it just, we, I guess we all just shake our heads and go, you know, nothing we can do, what's going on, because it used to be not like that, you know, you could order something and it would come in in a reasonable amount of time but now with the shortages of things that we've seen uh it's even causing your patrol cars yeah, there's only with know, to be late with ford there's only certain days uh, or certain time periods every year that you could actually order an explorer to come in and that seems to be the popular uh, police vehicle right now mm -hmm. uh, we've been able to find a couple of tahoes and we've been able to find two Ford Explorers actually here locally that we were able to pick up 
bring over for our transport division, which are their hybrid Ford Explorers. So they'll actually mm-hmm. save on gas, those transport division. I mean, they have to travel quite a bit throughout the day. So hopefully we'll save some money on gas by using them. That was something I thought was interesting, too, because I don't know anything about, you know, police procedure where you're looking at vehicles or anything like that. And I heard discussions of, okay, well, we're going to get a hybrid vehicle. And my first thought was probably what you guys were thinking, hybrid vehicle. Okay, I hope it's going to hold up in chases. Uh, We haven't tried this in that situation. If you're in a really stressful situation, something traumatic to the vehicle, like you'd have uh, maybe with with a regular engine that we would have. Um, but using it as a transport vehicle, that makes total sense. Yeah, those guys aren't out chasing people. They're mm-hmm. not out running call to call. Uh, we actually, the, the patrol division actually tested those vehicles out when they brought them to us, and it was a big no. <laughs> they, they don't have what the normal Ford Explorers have, so mm-hmm. um, we wouldn't be able to keep up with people. Uh, we wouldn't be able. It would cut our response time down basically by how slow it starts. So, mm, yeah, things like that that mm-hmm. I guess uh, hopefully will be worked out over time for future <laughs> reference. Uh, so we've got more policemen. We have more vehicles coming anyway, and so some additional ones now. Uh, what about the jail improvements? There were a lot of things happening there, too. There were. They just created a, a new medical wing, actually. The nurse was able to move into it recently. It's not completely open. Uh, we also need to... Uh, improve our staff over there as far as probably need about nine guys to run that um without those nine guys there we can't open that new wing Uh, there's no one to watch the inmates so with that they've also recently started discussing uh building us a new evidence main evidence locker uh repurposing a portion of what was once part of the jail report repurposing that into uh evidence main evidence and a uh, the vision for the detectives to be able to process crime scenes uh, vehicles whatnot that come in there have been a lot of purchases and uh, improvements and upgrades and things like that i really like for our listeners to know about that uh, because of the professional aspect of the department i like for people to know about that too uh, when i'm out in public and i hear conversations about the sheriff's department i try to make sure that everybody talking about it knows, hey, did you know about this? You know, did you know about this improvement here? They've done this, they've done that. You guys even bought a um, thing for your fleet manager, Buck. I can't remember his last name. Copeland. Uh, Copeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a great job. He's just out there all the time with these vehicles and things, uh, making sure everything's running right. But he he got recently a lift because there was no way to lift the vehicles properly and give him enough room to do the job. He was crawling under stuff, and now we even have a lift in the county. Those things are great. Yeah, I can't be more thankful for Buck. Um, Mm -hmm. When we were able to get Buck and bring him to the Sheriff's Department, he was able to take these vehicles that we've got. uh, I can't tell you how many vehicles we have right now, over 200,000 miles. Mm -hmm. And normally those vehicles would be on their last leg, but Buck has kept them up. To where we know that these guys can run from Iron Mountain Lake to Goose Creek and it's not going to break down on them every time. So Buck has done a tremendous job. So whatever Buck wants, Buck can have. Yeah, that's the way I feel about it too. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he's I look at him and I think, man, this guy just really has it together because he's taking he's going through that uh, transitional period where we're going from gasoline engines to electric stuff and we've had all the older technology now, the new technology comes in. 
it is not easy keeping up with that and adapting it into the vehicles because they don't come with everything you need, right? Right. Um, Buck's a certified mechanic. As far as I know, he's not an electrician. So until that day comes, we're not going to have electric vehicles at the Sheriff's Department besides the two uh, Ford Explorers that we got. Right. But the... uh, it's just that he keeps up with things so well. He really does. He he does a fantastic job. Um, like I said, I couldn't be more thankful for Buck. Yeah, I can't keep up with stuff like that. I, I used to change my own oil. You know, I do stuff like that. But nowadays, I take it somewhere, and it's like they put cooking oil in a motor. Well, you know, <laughs> Buck. So many, so many things. Buck, being a certified mechanic, he's able to work on anything. Um, but you're with the shortage of vehicles and you're trying to fill needs for your department, mm-hmm. you may have to reach out and get a Dodge. You may have to reach out and get a Chevy or a Ford. So he's working on three separate, complete different right, engines. Right. He's getting certified and doing all that stuff. That's amazing. And we're so grateful to have him. You know, we're lucky to have a guy like that. Let's talk real quick about the canine units. Uh, they've really been doing some good work. Man, I can't say enough about that either. They, the canine division has grown. I, I was, a canine back uh, in 2006 i got bruno uh it worked mm-hmm. him through 2014 and we knew that we would need a bigger canine division but the money wasn't out there so once dan put uh, the lieutenant and i in charge of the patrol division we were able to start finding grants uh, raise money certain individuals throughout the county helped us and donated big for us to get a second canine and then a third canine and then a fourth canine. So all those canines have been out. Uh, Jeremy Bowles had Teo out the other day. There was a stolen vehicle out of Texas, came in to the county, came in through Park Hills, hit one of their flock cameras. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, they were in a pursuit. That guy wrecked that vehicle and took off. Jeremy responded with Teo and was able to track the guy down who smartly surrendered uh, I wouldn't want to tangle with Teo, that's for sure. Teo um, gets the biscuit sometimes. He, well, that, <laughs> he has to. That, that happens from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, Ryan Sheriffus came back with Gus, mm-hmm. and that guy has, I think he's got over 40 arrests in less than six months with wow. with Gus, and most mm-hmm. of those are drug arrests. He's. Uh, I was with him one night. We had stopped a vehicle, and he wound up pulling a hundred beans of fentanyl out of, and that's a hundred people that could have overdosed on that, that fentanyl. Mm-hmm. It technically saved a hundred lives or stopped a hundred people from getting high that day. So he's done a, he's done a bang up job. Um, Dave Blankenship with iron. He's, he's taken a couple of people into custody. He's done some things. He was on day shift. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of a dip, different atmosphere when you have a canine on day shift. Uh, now he's on night shift and he's getting ready to to tear it up uh, Alex always Alex is out there he's constant with his dog his vehicle had some problems here the last couple of weeks so mm-hmm. he wasn't able to to get his dog out but now he's back and he's ready to go excellent the dogs are in service and um, I guess you had you we were talking before the interview you had one dog that uh, you had to desensitize to marijuana I guess because of the law now yeah, so when a dog goes through training, they go through imprintation. When I had Bruno, we went through imprintation on meth, marijuana, heroin, and cocaine. So anything in those families, anything related to that, the dog's going to sniff out, and 
marijuana has quite a bit of, of relatives, would you say? You know, especially nowadays with things being legal, uh, marijuana brownies or gummies. You yeah, know, he right. can you have a lot of things. He was trained to smell all that. So we sent him to class. I believe he was in class for four weeks with that dog. Uh, he and a trainer up in Troy, Missouri, decided we were going to try this de-imprintation, get that out of his system, mm -hmm. and then retrain him on the other three drugs. So they went through that. At the end of it, a certified uh, instructor came in, and they ran Teo, and he did not alert on the marijuana. He still, to this day, when we go through training, he will not alert on marijuana. If he does, we're going to have to retire him, but he does not. Mm -hmm. They de-imprinted him, which is kind of revolutionary for, for canines. Yes, it uh, is. Um, you know, you, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but you have to take a trick away from an old dog. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's strange, but uh, it worked. So I'm thankful for that because Teo is, a, I mean, he's a machine. If you ever met the dog, we call him Sweet Tooth. He's got a big old I platinum tooth in the corner of his I, mouth. I don't know if I did or not. If I did, it's been, you know, when he was first brought into the area. I don't know how long ago that was. It's, uh, Teo's Several probably, it's been eight years. Yeah, I think. When he first came around, maybe I met him either here or at a function somewhere. Probably at a function. I can't. I wouldn't have that dog in here. <laughs> well, I, we've had a couple brought in. Uh -huh. A couple of them they brought in, you know, and I just can't remember which ones they did. One was with the sheriff's department. I think one might have been Deloge. Um, not too sure about that. It's been a long time. I've been here a little while, <laughs> so you know. Anyway, uh, anything else you want to talk about today? I've about hit all my points. Here, I think you know. I've about hit all mine. I'd, I uh, really appreciate you letting me come in and, and talk today. Anytime, anytime. If you have something going on and I haven't called you or you haven't gotten word from the sheriff to come over, let us know. Right. We'd love we'll to do have it. you back in. Well, okay. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you for being here today Thanks, and for Mike. what you do, too. Thank you. That's Sergeant Tim Harris with the St. Francis County Sheriff's Department report on KFMO, and we're going to have news next. Stay tuned. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. When you're looking for an accountant, what comes to mind? Trustworthiness, accuracy, up-to-date knowledge of tax laws. In the real world, considerations like those are always important. Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton has provided quality accounting and tax service for over 30 years. Whether it's personal or business-related, Stephanie Kitchell has you covered. Call 573-546-3104 today to schedule an appointment at Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Sunshine today. Our high temperatures this afternoon will climb to right around 85 degrees, mainly clear, low 60s tonight. Saturday, sunshine. Our high into the upper 80s. We're close to 95 Sunday. Monday, back to blue sky and sunshine. Our high on Monday in the mid to upper 90s and then close to 100 with sunny skies on Tuesday. Wednesday, back to sunshine. Our high near 100 degrees. And then as we head into Thursday, sunshine. Our high near 100 degrees. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Selling or buying a home? Call the Wibbenmeyer team at REMAX Best Choice today. 636-524-6118 or 573-218-3310. That's the Wibbenmeyer team at REMAX Best Choice. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Friday, August 18th. The time is 8.38. In this newscast, we're going to talk about summer and fall enrollments at Mineral Area College. And we have information about a program called A Thousand Books Before Kindergarten. It's from the Ozark Regional Library. The uh, executive director of the library, Michelle Swain, says the program began in Nevada 
but they've adopted it for our region. We register parents and their kids. They do need to be preschool. And then you complete logs. We have logs that are 100 items each, so you don't have to keep track of all of those books. You just work on 100 at a time. Turn them in when you're done. When you complete 10, then we have a graduation party for the kids. According to Swain, students will need a library card and they'll get a bag that has information on the program. To find out more, contact the Ozark Regional Library at 573-546-2615 or visit them online at ozarkregional.org. Summer and fall enrollment at Mineral Area College is up. The president of MAC, Dr. Joe Gilgore, says the new programs, their buildings, and sporting facilities are all contributing to more students on campus. We haven't had a summer that's been in the positive for a while, um, and uh, but the fall is looking good, too. We're, we're a little down in credit hours right now, but headcounts are up, so we're seeing more students coming out and going to college. We have uh, some groups of students that we have on campus in our athlete pool or international pool that haven't got enrolled yet. Gilgore says he also wants to invite district patrons to visit the grand opening and ribbon cutting of the college's new industry and technological building site, which will house many of the new classes coming to MAC. That event is Thursday, August 24th from 11 to 1 p.m. at the Park Hills campus. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk for this Friday, August 18th. It's 8.39. Be sure to stay tuned. We have sports coming up next with Glenn Berry. And check the website, kfmo.com. Taking a look at sports, I'm Glenn Berry sitting in for Jared Pettis. And we start off with St. Louis Cardinal baseball. Cardinals got a decent night from Adam Wainwright. However, a former Cardinal had an even better night. We get the details from Mike Reed. Pete Alonso hit a two-run home run in the Mets 4-2 win over the Cardinals in the first game of a four-game series. Tim LeCastro added a pinch hit solo homer and Francisco Lindor contributed a run scoring double for New York. Tyler O'Neill homered and Alec Burleson drove in a run with a pinch hit sacrifice fly for the Redbirds. The winning pitcher is Jose Quintana. He's 1-4. The loss goes to Adam Wainwright. He's now 3-8. and eight. He's lost his last seven consecutive decisions. Definitely one I can build off of. You know, so uh, felt like felt like myself out there. You know, mm-hmm. controlling counts. That was the main thing going into today. You know, so I think the last couple of outings, I just I just let what has happened already this year affect me way too much. The save goes to Trevor Gott, his first. The final bets four Cardinals two in St. Louis. I'm Mike Reeves. After the game starter, Adam Wainwright talked about retirement. Has it been a distraction so far? When you Take your eyes off the present and you're looking, you know, that light at the end of the tunnel and you can see the end coming and then all you do is see the end and everybody asks you about the end all the time. You lose track of where you are. And so I, I just had to, to, to refocus and, and lose all that other distraction and just really harness and hone in on where I'm at right now. Manager Ali Marmol also talked about Adam's improvement in last night's game. Even before the game started, Dusty said he, um, as he was warming up, that's probably the best he's warmed up in a long time. Uh, it looked right, and he carried out, carried it into the game. Uh, I thought he did a really nice job. Uh, sinker wasn't exactly there for him. He used the four seam more than we were used to seeing, but he was able to uh, command that pitch a lot better than the sinker today, and then he used his other stuff appropriately, but I felt like he pitched well. Cards and the New York Mets again tonight. 6.20 pregame, 7.15 game time on B104.3. Also after the game, big news announced by the Cardinals as they announced they are promoting rookie shortstop Mason Wynn from their AAA Memphis affiliate and have placed outfielder Lars Newtbar on the 10-day injured list with a lower abdomen contusion. 
Wynn, who is 21, was the Cardinals' second-round draft choice in the 2020 MLB draft and is currently ranked by MLB Pipeline as the organization's top prospect. Wynn, a native of Kingwood, Texas, is batting 288 with an 833 OPS, 18 home runs, 61 RBI, 17 stolen bases in his first season at AAA. He leads all of minor league baseball with 99 runs scored and is tied for second in hits with 128 among all AAA players. Cards rookie shortstop Mason Wynn headed to St. Louis after last night's game. NFL preseason football last night, we had a tie. The Cleveland Browns and the Philadelphia Eagles. 18-18 was the final score. The Eagles scored with 6.09 left to go in the fourth quarter, and that's the way it ended. Again, a tie between the Eagles and the Browns, 18-18. We've got preseason NFL football coming your way this weekend with the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the former St. Louis football team. No, not that one, the one before. The Arizona Cardinals will have that for you. Game time is scheduled for 6 p.m. That'll be heard on AM 1240 KFMO. Sticking with football, but this time the high school variety. We've got a preview of this year's high school football teams. And this time around, it's the DeSoto Dragons. Here's Jared Pettis. The DeSoto Dragons have struggled the last few seasons finding the win column, let alone the end zone over the last three years. In that time, DeSoto has gone a total of 3-26. and That includes an 0-10 season in 2021. Under new head coach Rush Schmidt, the third coach at DeSoto in four seasons, the Dragons are looking to find that Dragons state of mind that will get them on the right track. Coach Schmidt and his staff have had limited time to institute a new playbook after Schmidt was hired back in April, but where does the offense stand after two weeks of practice as they approach Jamboree Friday? Here's Coach Schmidt. It's getting there, you know, and it goes back to my conversation with my college roommate last night. He, that was his, that was his go-to question. <laughs> he goes, "What's the O look like?" And I go, "The O is getting there." You know, at this time of year, defense is always ahead. Anybody tells you different, they're lying. <laughs> defense is always a week or two ahead. And I, I quantify your question as this. So for two weeks, I've had to listen to the defensive coaches over there hooping and hollering and <laughs> pumping their fists and telling their kids what great jobs they're doing. And, and um, you know, there's a second coming of the Packers over there. And and uh, I just tell our kids to stay the course on the offensive side. If, you know, I could see some things where we're developing, but they can't see it. We don't have any game tape yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have – I have some archive stuff, but I have nothing with them wearing the green and white to show them what this is going to look like. In my mind, I know what it looks like. I can envision it. I can see glimpses. So yesterday – it, it started to happen, and when it happened, we were gashing the defense, and we were having a lot of success. And there was a, all of a sudden that excitement was on the offensive mm-hmm. side of the ball. All of a sudden, the defensive guys were quiet. And that's <laughs> when I, I was in the huddle, and I, I said, guys, I said, practice has gotten awful quiet today. I like this. I said, you know why it's gotten like that? And again, their kids, they don't realize. I said, you guys, you guys are doing these little things right, and they can't determine where what we're doing yet and I said and before it's said it's over the clock's expired and you guys will won a football game the dragons out of DeSoto host Bishop DeBerg in week one then travel to Sullivan in week two before they are at home against the North County Raiders in the third week and against Festus in week four 
The Dragons then go out on the road for Week 5 at Windsor before returning home against Fredericktown in Week 6. And in Week 7, they get their penultimate road matchup in Hillsborough against the Hawks and Rush Schmidt's former team before wrapping up their home schedule in Week 8 against Cape Central. And in Week 9, to wrap up the season, DeSoto is at Orchard Farm. For KFMO Sports Reporting, I'm Sports Director Jared Pettis. We'll continue our previews coming up on Monday with the Festus Tigers, and Tuesday we take a look at the Hillsboro Hawks. One final note, over the weekend you're going to hear the NASCAR Cup Series at Watkins Glen International Raceway. Pre-race coverage starts at 1 o'clock, green flag at 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, again on AM 1240 KFMO. Again, the Cardinals tonight taking on the New York Mets. Got a uh, game time of 7.15, that means a 6.20 pregame on your Cardinal station in the parkland. B104.3. And that's a look at sports. I'm Glenn Berry. Gentlemen, start your For the best in local dirt track racing, come out to the St. Francis County Raceway. With races every Saturday, St. Francis County Raceway has all the adrenaline-charged action you can handle. St. Francis County Raceway is located right behind Hefner's at the fairgrounds exit off Highway 67 in Farmington. Tickets are available at the gate. For more info, visit sfcraceway.com. That's sfcraceway.com. Twin Oaks is a family-owned vineyard and winery in Farmington. Their tasting room sits in the middle of the vineyard, and it's a lovely spot to visit for a relaxing afternoon. Enjoy award-winning wines or a glass of cold beer, or even have a premium cocktail from the bar. Their inviting porch has a perfect view of the vines and the tranquil lake. Savor the panoramic view from the patio, tasting room, or... This is not headline news. Another one bust the dust. Another one it's not called dust. dust. It's called... We call it the Daily Dust, with just a light dusting of gossip on Audra Kane for KFMO. It looks like Meghan Markle is still a force to be reckoned with on TV. Or should we say streaming? Her former USA Network show Suits, which now streams on Netflix and Peacock, clocked in with almost 4 billion minutes of viewing for the week of July 17th through the 23rd. And Taylor Swift has reportedly been offered the Super Bowl halftime show. It's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. But she turned it down. But there's a rumor she's just angling to get the NFL to pay her to perform, which they never do. But I think it's not really her audience, you know? She's wise enough to know that. Pam Anderson says ever since she released her memoir earlier this year, strangers on the street have been apologizing for misjudging her. I didn't feel like I had a lot of respect. Did you want to be a serious actress? I am a serious actress. (laughs) I don't care what people think because it's the only choice I had. Yeah, I like her. She was a really good mom. Peter Dinklage cheats on Anne Hathaway and Marissa Tomei in the comedy She Came to Me. And Apple, Nike, and Coca-Cola are among the top brands when it comes to product placement in movies and TV shows. And the film with the most product placement is the NASCAR comedy Talladega Nights, of course. Hi, I'm Ricky Bobby. You Big Red? People used to call me Big Red, but I told them stop it because there's only one Big Red, America's number one cinnamon gum. What? What'd you say? That's what I thought. And that's The Daily Dust. I'm Audra Kane for KFMO. Thank you, Audra. We appreciate it. Up next, our Park Hill. 
<laughs> I can't even get it out of here. <clears throat> Let's try it again. Up next, our Parkland Health Center Foundation Report. We have Holly Ledbetter standing by. That's next on KFMO. This is Angela Reeves with MMCT Contracting in Hillsborough and Park Hills. We are hiring. Listen all this week to the Focus on Recruitment on AM 1240 KFMO and B104 to learn how you can be a part of our growing team. Plan now for the 2023 Arcadia Valley Lions Club Rodeo, August 18th and 19th in Ironton. Two nights of back-to-back professional rodeo entertainment. This IPRA, ACRA co-sanctioned rodeo features bull riding, barrel racing, saddle and bareback bronc riding, steer wrestling, roping, and cowgirl breakaway roping with $8,000 in added money. Baldwin Ford Poplar Bluff presents the 31st annual Arcadia Valley Lions Club Rodeo, August 18th and 19th at the Lions Club Fairgrounds, Highway 21 and M in Ironton. Well, it's the start on KFMO AM 1240. Thanks for being with us today. It is time to go to the phone lines. We have a special report. This is our Parkland Health Center Foundation Report of the Month with the Executive Director, Holly Ledbetter. Good morning, Holly. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Doing great. It's Friday and the weather's just beautiful. I guess uh, I know where you're at. You can see the sun shining. You have about 58, 60 degrees, something like that. Oh, I wish. Yep, 68 is what we're sitting at right now. Oh, you're on 68 now. Boy, well, it went up about 8, I guess, or 10 anyway, since I looked. (laughs) It was 58 earlier today. Wow. Well, that's great. It's going to be a beautiful day. And uh, I wanted to ask you how your duck dash turned out. That's a really fun event. Yeah, it was. We had a lot of fun. We had about, I think, 1,400 ducks float downstream. So that was super exciting. Um, it was also an employee appreciation night for our staff here at the hospital, so it was really fun to kind of see everybody come out right before the big, you know, back-to-school week starts for most of us, and it was just um, really exciting to get to see everybody. Now, you know, that uh, Duck Dash, it was held, I guess, at the uh, Farmington uh, Water Park there, and we, we held an event there not too long ago ourselves, and we had a duck race, too. Those, those are so fun. Um, but. You know, it's so fun to see the ducks go down the river there. This is a fundraiser for you, uh, something you do for the hospital, for the foundation. Do you have any figures yet for us on what you raised with that? We're still kind of looking at numbers. It's always kind of a fun event. Our our big goal is really just to kind of put the funds back into the staff uh, with door prizes and um, giveaways. So, But we're always happy to kind of do that for the staff and then see what we end up with at the end of it. Great, excellent, because I know the foundation, you you guys come along and try to raise extra money to help the hospital with things that the hospital's trying to do. Uh, what was the last big thing that the foundation helped with? Was it a piece of equipment or an addition to a room or, or what? Yeah, so right now we uh, our big focus project last year was the stereotactic breast biopsy unit. So that was incredible for the community. So that was our big focus last year. We have a meeting at the end of this month to kind of figure out where we want to focus our funds for the rest of this year. So stay tuned for that because there's going to be some exciting information coming your way. We're visiting with Holly Ledbetter. She's the executive director of the Parkland Health Center Foundation Group that uh, helps the hospital. Um, Tell me about the golf tournament. That's coming up, and I I think I, I want to say it's in October. Is that right? It is. So the golf tournament is October 13th, so it's Friday the 13th. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. We're super excited. We've got a lot of new things coming this year with different games, and we are bringing back the helicopter ball drop. So make sure if you want to get a ball for that, you go on our website and purchase that. They are $100, but we only sell $100. So you have a 1 in 100 chance to win $5,000. 
So that's going to be super exciting, um, different whole games. We have a great committee working on this event, so it's really going to be a lot of fun. And we just hope you can come out and help us raise some funds for um, the project of the year. Well, you know what? You, you've got me going here because Friday the 13th, not only is it a Friday the 13th, you know, with all the implications, that's my birthday. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. October 13th. Boy, maybe I... On Friday is... Do you need some help driving a cart or something? <laughs> that would be fun. I'm going to take all volunteers, so anybody that wants to come out can just shoot me a message, and we'd be happy to have you. Great. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, anything else you want to talk about with the foundation today? We're just getting things going kind of for the end of the year and starting to prep, and we're just really excited. So it was a good time talking to you today, and hopefully we'll have some even better updates uh, next time we talk. I'm sure things are going to roll right along, especially with that golf tournament, Friday the 13th. Something tells me that's going to be a magical, magical tournament. But uh, thanks for being with us today. We really do appreciate you, Holly. Well, thank you. I appreciate the call. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. Thank you. You're welcome. That is uh, Holly Ledbetter. She's the executive director of the Parkland Health Center Foundation, and that's their monthly report. So we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I, I can't believe it, Friday the 13th. I, you know, I hadn't even thought about that day yet. And all, all of a sudden, here we go. Friday, October the 13th is the big golf tournament for the Parkland Health Center Foundation. Be a part of it. And if you can volunteer, do so. Just get a hold of Holly. Call the hospital and uh, they'll direct you in the right way. Uh, it's uh, 8.57 now here at KFMO. Stay tuned for... Uh, well, we'll have weather for you. We have CBS News and still more to come. Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid, offering 24-hour medical care as well as memory and rehabilitation care. Visit Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve at 1100 Progress Parkway or call 573-883-3500. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Selling or buying a home? Call the Wibbenmeyer team at REMAX Best Choice today, 636-524-6118 or 573-218-3310. That's the Wibbenmeyer team at REMAX Best Choice. In just a few seconds, we're going to hear from CBS Worldwide News. We'll find out what's been going on and... Uh... You've kind of been doing that all morning if you've been listening to the program. Today, we've been telling you a lot about what's been going on, and we have more to come. Lots of news all throughout the day into the evening, overnight, and through the weekend. Keep it here at AM 1240, and we'll see you out there at the Arcadia Valley Lions Club Rodeo. Um, yes, indeed. Remember, Audra Kane from B104, our sister station, will be broadcasting from the event this weekend. And have a great time. We'll catch you Monday morning with another edition of The Start on KFMO. It's 9 o'clock.
1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. And online at KFMO.com. We the people.